Welcome back, Surf Chaos Podcast. Um, this episode, um, we'll talk about the event at Chopu. It's finally come to an end. Just ended a couple days ago, and um, kind of want to break it down. There were some amazing rides. It was definitely my favorite event of the tour so far. Uh, I think a lot of people would agree. We saw our first uh, 10, 10 point ride, and we actually saw two this event. It's hard to believe it's the first 10 point ride out of the whole season. But um, yeah, they're not just dishing those out. So, in order for the surfers to have earned them, they were definitely worth it. Um, Dina got the first one, perfect 10. All judges agreed that it was a 10. And Owen Wright. Uh, on the finals day, he got a perfect 10 right in uh, his first heat in the morning. And that was almost a perfect score. They won judge game on 9.8. Um, but yeah, it was both waves were amazing. There was a few other waves that uh, came pretty close. And there were some waves that, you know, I might have, I think it, I think one judge if there were 10 at a wave earlier in the day. Um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was good. It was nice to see some solid chopu. Um, and, um, see the surfers like taking it serious too uh Owen Wright wearing a helmet after he had suffered a head injury uh it was a year and a half ago at pipe and then a few other surfers uh Jeremy Flores was wearing a helmet um uh so yeah it was you know it was good these guys are you know it's a serious wave and they're taking it serious and definitely saw um just the experience level at another level on this event and just the the ability for these guys to know how to handle a wipeout and to read the wave and knowing when to eject and doing it properly and being able to get out the back um, was, was really impressive to watch. It makes me want to get out there and you know push myself a little further and practice um, you know some of these techniques myself. So um, it's really really exciting to see. And I think that's what happens. I think you know we all see pro surfers do tricks, do moves, and we, we go and practice it. And I think something that's, um, for me, was important to watch was to see the um, uh, the wipeouts. So I, you know, you know, it's it's one of those things where I always tell people when they learn how to surf, that you need to first learn to enjoy wiping out. You need to enjoy being in the ocean. Don't think you're going to go out there and just, you know, start catching waves and it's all going to be good. You have to accept wiping out part of surfing the best of the best do it and then getting good at it is just going to make your surfing that much better so anyways we'll get down to the breakdown right now um yeah i think you know last time the last podcast you know we were almost i think we were uh elimination round of finished and you know, i was questioning why they didn't run more events uh on the elimination round day because it was surfacing pretty good but i know exactly why because they were expecting a big swell that was really meaty and juicy and they got it and they had some good waves um but i do have to say you know there was definitely you know some predictable picks of veterans that have come through um i'd say round of 32 heat one was kanoa igarashi and jatson audre that was really impressive to see how well Jatson Andre surfed this entire event. Um, he really showed us that this is a wave he is really comfortable at. He's good in barrels, and he spends a lot of time in Chopu, and I wasn't aware of that. And I'm glad I had him uh, on my fantasy team so he did really well for me. Um, another big heat was a heat forward with Michelle Perez and Sebastian Zietz. They came down to the wire. I mean... 
yeah, very last minute, Michelle Perez got a, uh, I don't remember the score of the way, forgive me, but it was just enough to take over Seabass. And, you know, Seabass is a place he's comfortable too. You know, he, he grew up in Hawaii. He's, he's comfortable at Pipe. Um, you know, I knew he was going to do well here. And uh, he did. He, you know, he was a really close one. And Michelle Perez, you know, of course, this is, his, you know, this is his turf. And I'd say the he five. This was another one that really impressed me. Adriano D'Souza uh, versus Italo Fiera. And Adriano showed the fuck up. He was just catching amazing waves. And he... What did Adriano go... Adriano got a 9.17 and an 8.70 with a heat total of 17.7. And Italo got a, an 8-point ride and an 8.83. And it... um, Yeah, it was a good... It was a good heat. Um, Adriano hadn't done much. He'd been injured all year. And this was the first event we saw him come back and actually, you know, do well for himself. Um, Jordy Smith, you know, he didn't do so well the first heat. You know, I think um, someone was like, oh, how's he going to do? But he made it through the elimination round, did really well and uh, round 32. And then Julian Wilson, you know, this is someone else who's – he does well in these type of waves. And uh, it showed – he, uh, you know, made it through his heat. And then Heat 9 uh, was an upset. Kolohe and Dino, he lost the yellow jersey. Um, you know, I don't, he didn't feel like he earned the jersey. He fell into it because John John fell off. He got, you know, then he, he had the yellow jersey. He lost as soon as he got it. I think he just wasn't comfortable in his own skin. I think he knew that, like, it wasn't his. And then, you know, because Kolohe can do well at Chopu. He's done well at Chopu. You look at the past few years, he's made semis and finals. He, he's he's, a, he's great in these conditions. So for him to lose, I felt like he was, something was going on mentally for him. Um, Cali Voss, um, very young guy. I think he was like 17 years old. Made it to the uh, quarterfinal, around 16, sorry. Um, made it through his heat. Took out Kolohe and Dino. So, you know, it's always... It's fun to see the uh, wild cards take out the pros. Um, but, you know, got to feel bad for Chloe a little bit. But, you know, I think he'll, he'll he's still in the top three right there. The top three um, surfers. Uh, Flip Toledo now has the yellow jersey. Um, and it, it's really close. It, it's really, really close. So anything can happen. I love that it's all getting really close and tight. You know, I think it, it makes it more of exciting when you have five or six guys in that top bracket that are really close where any event it can switch. Um, Griffin Cole Pinto showed up too. He got an 18.10. I think we, everybody who's watching was really impressed with this guy. You know, he hadn't done a whole lot this year, and this uh, event he did. Uh, he got a 9.5. Uh, one judge threw him a 9.8. And then an 8.6 uh, for a 18.10 heat total. And uh, that was very impressive. Very impressive. He, he, and he pulled in so many, like, closeouts or wa- or waves that like, he'd almost make it out of. It was really, really, really impressive. Um, let's see here. Gay Medina. And I just knew Medina was going to do well. It wasn't even, like, a question. You know, Mazikal, you know, he, he's comfortable in these waves. So I think, I think Medina did have uh, some competition here. He, but you know, Medina is comfortable in these waves. He knows how to win, and he knew how to get the job done. Um, 
Flip Toledo versus Jesse Mendez. You know, I, this is one of those heats where I, I felt like Jesse Mendez um, might have actually been able to beat Flip Toledo. Jesse, I think, is a little more comfortable in big, hollow ways. Um, Flip Toledo, you know, this is one of those spots. He's getting more comfortable in these waves. I just, I just didn't, you know, feel like he was going to do well. But he, he did all right. And um, the big upset really is uh, Kelly Slater. Jack Freestone taking him out. You know, Kelly got started early. Got, got some waves under his belt, um, you know, before it was, um, uh, you know, the, the dual heats going on, you know, it was, uh, it wasn't the, pri- he wasn't the priority heat, he got a lot of waves in, and then as soon as there was, uh, their heat, Jack got a couple excellent rides, he got a 9 point ride, an 8.17, and Slater only got a 7.70 and a 6.5, and that, um, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I don't think anybody was. I mean, Kelly is a veteran out there. He's won this event five times. He's made it to the finals. Guys should know this fact. But you know, he, he's you know he's a well-rounded surfer. This is where he does well, and he, he lost. And I don't think anybody was expecting that. Round of sixteen, Jackson Andre shut up again, and at the eighteen point twenty-three total. Uh, he too, I think, was going to be the most impressive heat. Uh, Owen Wright, and Michelle Perez, equally matched up, uh, super super close. Both both um, surfers just getting waves in the excellent range. Owen Wright with a nine point six seven. Some one judge uh, threw him a ten. Uh, I knew I knew it was an event that day. And then um, Owen Wright also got an eight point eight three. Uh, Michelle Perez with a nine point four three and an eight point six seven. So that was really really close. Really really close heat. Um, so uh, that was exciting, and you know I had both of them on my fantasy team, so I was rooting for both of them. Um, it's nice to see Owen Owen continue. I, I really he's one of my favorite surfers. I love his style. He always seems super calm in the water, super confident in barrels. Um, yeah, this is definitely a wave that suits him. And Adriano won again, making it to the quarters, taking out Joan Deru. Um, Jordy Smith taking out Julian Wilson. You know, that was, that's also a pretty even matchup. I definitely kind of thought Julian was going to take that one, but um, didn't happen. Um, heat six was Griffin Cole Pinto and Gabriel Medina. And Medina won. He got a 10 point ride. That was a perfect 10 and a 9.23. But Griffin Cole Pinto put up a fight with an 8.1 and a 7.33. Very exciting heat. Uh, Got to take my hat off to Griffin. He really charged really hard that day, and uh, you know, he, I think you know next few years he's going to be more and more confident out with Chopu and someone to keep an eye on. Uh, the way he surfed is really mind blowing, um, and setting himself apart from some of the rest of the surfers out there. Uh, Seth Muniz taking off Fleet Toledo. You know, Fleet Toledo getting a 6.17 just kind of shows me maybe he wasn't super comfortable in the water. Um, you know, with a 3.67 or 2.5. Um, when everybody else is scoring a lot higher, this kind of shows me maybe, you know, his comfort level still isn't there. Um, you know, Seth Muniz being from Hawaii, you know, his waves that he's, you know, he's a little more familiar with. Um, Finals day, we had uh, amazing first heat. This is where Jatson Andre and Owen Wright. Uh, I still think it was one of the best heats of the whole event. You know, Owen Wright got a perfect 10 and a 9.07, and he had a throwaway of an 8.87. So, 
yeah, it, it was it was really great heat. First heat of the morning, they just came out charging, and Jackson gave it all he got. I mean, really, I, I if you asked me to pick who was going to win after watching Jackson start the past day, I, I, I it was a coin flip. I was like, it's it's I don't know who's going to win. And you I mean obviously I you know you know Owen on paper looks better, and he did win, but Jackson was so and so well, and he did well. Um, both goofy fitters, both um, just charging really hard. Um, Adriano Souza did lose to Jordy Smith. I was a little shocked that Adriano, maybe he lost rhythm. I mean, he was on fire the day before, and then just the next day, just didn't do it. Um, so, but in the semis, we had Owen Wright versus Jordy. That's a great matchup in Gamer Dina versus Seth Manis. I mean, yeah. And then in the final was Owen Wright and Gabriel Medina, and the, I mean, those are two guys I expected to see in the final, these are two guys I, I knew they were going to make it, at least to the semis, and if, you know, watching um, beginning of finals, I was like, these are the two that's going to make it, I knew it, um, I was right, I even had my fantasy pick right, I had both guys in the final, I won my fantasy, um, made me happy, and <laughs> And anyways, yeah, um, all right, he got a 9.17 and a 7.90. And uh, Game of the Night was 7.83 and a 7.10. So um, it was a close heat, definitely. I, you know, Medina is, you know, this is a wave he does well on. He does well on big, heavy, barrel waves, and so does Owen Wright. So Great final, awesome to see. Um, can't wait, you know. Can't wait for pipe. Really, I think right now the wave pull. I'm like, let's get rid of it, please. This is be the last year. It just doesn't do it for me. It looks fun. It's cool idea. I think it needs to be a specialty event of some sorts, maybe. But I think part of the tour it needs to go. Don't I don't think it's uh, an easy part of the tour. The tour is special because, like I said before, these guys get to go surf the best waves on the planet without anybody out why waste it on a wave pool why take away this opportunity of um it takes the excitement away i mean it's it's kind of i think as a specialty event great maybe we they should add uh have a specialty event on the tour you know maybe and maybe keep it part of the tour maybe like a bonus event or something or i don't know uh something that you think about um you know, or like you know how like how like we have an all star game in baseball. Maybe this the wave pool should be like the all star game where, you know, you ha- um, yeah, you have your teams and you kind of sh- it's just kind of a show off and you know it doesn't it doesn't count towards the rest of the event you know your points, but it's just a way for everybody to come together and have fun at the pool and uh, have a good time. Um, so I think that might be something that maybe someone out there listening who works with WSL maybe take that into consideration, you know? So part of the tour, um, like, like I said, like an all-star game. <laughs> you know, you got Brazil versus USA or have like uh, Northern Hemisphere versus Southern Hemisphere, something like that. Uh, just like all-star game, you have American League, National League, just two teams and everybody goes out and punts airs and barrels and has a good time or... Um, maybe uh, have the f- I don't know if that's any fair to say the female servers versus the male but you know it have to be kind of a different uh, judging scale I don't know but just something fun yeah um, but then after that we have 
when you go to Europe. Wow, that's it. We've got four events left. God, it's crazy. So we got Freshwater Pro, then we go to France, Portugal, and off the pipe. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of France and Portugal. They're usually pretty fun. And usually they get some pretty solid waves. Um, you know, the fun little beach breaks. Portugal is a pretty cool spot. Um, definitely some barrels and uh yeah um uh, pipe though pipe is just you know it's pipe is pipe I, I think pipe is you know it is kind of the championship way it always usually determines who's going to be the world champ sometimes it happens in portugal um happened in san francisco one year and they had the search which was really cool um so that and i was there for that it was really cool that was that was uh pretty neat i you know, I've been a Pipe Masters six times now. It's so much fun. Seven times. I can't remember. I think it's been seven now. Um, a lot of fun to watch. It's always cool to see uh, champion crowned at Pipe as well as seeing the you know who wins Pipe. Both are such a big win. It's really cool when uh, they win both, too. Um, you know, that's happened a few times as well. That's uh, my first Pipe my mentioned the four masters I saw was uh, Bruce Irons one, and that was that was pretty cool. Um, you know, I always like this. I mean, I, I I love watching Bruce surf. I think he you know always should have a chance to be in the Pipe Masters. I think he usually does, and um, um, I think you know I love watching him surf, and I'm watching some of the guys that don't surf on the tour who just surf pipe. Um, it's pretty cool to watch them because they, they really know that way of the super comfortable and they were a threat. They were a threat to the guys in the tour because uh, they, they really do surf so well at pipe and they know that way. They're comfortable out there. They have nothing to lose, really. They're just out there having fun. They're like, cool, I get to surf pipe with no one out and I get a chance to take out one of the guys from the tour. They're going to try to do it the best they can. Um, with the guys in the tour, you know, a lot of times these guys are fighting for. Uh, the returning to stay on the tour. There's a lot at stake, pipe. You know, some of the guys that are in that last like 18 to 20. You know, those guys are trying to keep their spot on the tour, um, stay in the top 22. There's guys after a world title, and there's guys after pipe. So there's a lot, a lot. On, I think it was more a line of pipe than any other spot of tour, and that's why I think the first, you know, the uh, Australian leg, you know, it, it's also like a warm up, like especially uh, Gold Coast and Bells. It's hard to see who's going to be doing well. You know, like it's a little, you know, one, you know, Gold Coast and he comes in strong, but then it's like he kind of fades off and can't hang on to it. And it's like Gabe Medina always does well the second half of the year and seems to work for him of getting championship, winning champions. So, um, it's always good to win. I think no matter what, you know, it's like keep, get those points on the board, give yourself a little foundation, you know, in case you don't, you know, in case you get injured or something happens too. But I think there is also it's 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 a um, it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. I, you know, this is a very exciting. And like right now, being four events left, this is it. Really, the, the it, each event really really matters now. And uh, I think having. Um, uh, I mean the Quicksilver Pro. It's I mean not sorry the uh, Freshwater Pro. It's gonna matter. And I'm not happy with the event, but it, it matters. It, it's a because it's you know it's a big deal, and these guys need to show up and do well. And I 
you know, it's it's a fair. I guess I'll give it this. It's a fair playing field because everybody's got the same canvas. Everybody's got the same shot at, at doing what they want on the wave. So, you know, you go out and do a heat, and it goes flat, and then there's only two waves, and then the heat before had a twenty waves it could have caught. You know, so at least with this event. It is a fair playing field. Everybody gets the same wave. You, know, you get a right and a left, and it's up to you what you do on it. And if you blow it, that's on you. So that's the one big plus I see in this wave. And it does get a little boring because I start seeing the same stuff. It's predictable. You know when the barrel is coming, when you're watching it on TV or whatever you're watching it on. I think that's the boring part. It's like, all right, here comes that section. All right, here comes the section. Okay. And whereas, you know, watching Chopu, you didn't know what was going to happen. You just had to get pulled in. You didn't know if it was going to clip at the end or if it was going to open up, stay open, or if it was going to be, you know, you said this guy pulling deep. Is he going to make it? Yeah, because it doesn't quite hit that reef the right way. And. Yeah, that's what pipe's super exciting too. It's a very unpredictable wave. I think even, I think Chopu is more predictable than pipe. Pipe can be really uh, just some unpredictable sometimes. Um, uh, yeah, and then, and then next year, I can't wait for the uh, schedule to come out. I, I really want to see if um, you know if G Lane is really going to be on the tour. I, you know, I, I don't. It wasn't confirmed officially by the WSL. But according to some sources, uh, G-Land is on the tour. And it's it's a good spot, I think, to be on the tour. I think we need another. I think after losing Fiji, uh, there needs to be another big left on the waves. Because all the Goofy Footers were really excited to be surfing Chopu because they've had, you know, they had Bells, they had Karamas, they had, uh, sorry, uh, Gold Coast, Jeffrey's Bay. So what's that, four? Uh, uh, the Market River, you know, they had the box. That's five. You know, main break is kind of a right. You can't go left. So we have five waves. And then, uh, oh yeah, then even Sakwema was a right. So six waves they had. Yeah, every wave has been a right. So yeah, I think it's really important to have a uh, a left. And I think having Fiji on tour was like, oh, I miss Fiji so much. It was such a good wave. And but I think I'm excited to have Gillian back. I think that'll. That'll fill the void. That'll fill it a little bit. Um, but let's let's see. Anyways, the thanks for listening. I think I'm gonna uh, stop just a few minutes early today, and we'll be back. Uh, September nineteenth is the Freshwater Pro. Uh, I'll be back right then, and we'll go over um, some predictions and kind of see what's happening um yeah i think there's gonna be some you know once to see the matchups and get a little closer to see who's gonna be up against who well we'll know so anyways uh thanks a lot bye